Welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Yeah, sports is back. Oh, that's a lot of excitement from a sports outsider for sports. Well, I just want something to talk about on the podcast. Right? That's, <laughs> that's how outside this year has been. Yeah, I need entertainment of any sort, even sports, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think we should just, uh, basically, I know we're going to rebrand the podcast starting at the 400th episode, but yep. I was thinking maybe we just have it rebranded and you're like the 2020 outsider. Oh, there we go. I kind of <laughs> like that. It's the 2020, 2020, 2020 podcast and you're from <laughs> December 2019. Ooh, that's good. That's I, good. I don't think that was in the 20s, Jordan. By the way, Jordan, instead of rebranding the podcast, let's tell everybody that this podcast is coming to an end so we get a huge flurry of excitement and emotion at the end of it and then announce our grand return the following week. Ah, like, like the, the Camaro. Yeah, I like exactly. it. Like the Ford Bronco. Like the Phoenix. Uh, or, also or the like Phoenix. the Phoenix, yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, I would just rather call it a TA but um, instead right. of a Firebird, but... All right, so we have uh, we have on the podcast today, uh, am I reading this correctly, the Kraken? Yes. Uh, no, well, we're talking about the Kraken, but it looks like we have Odin. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. we have Odin here to talk about the Kraken, which is odd because, you know, Odin is, I thought, was a fictional Norse god. Right, unlike the Kraken. Yeah. Up right, and, right, up yeah. Until, up until three days ago, we had never been contacted by any figure from Norse mythology. Yeah. Uh, and then Odin called us up and told us he needed to come on and clear the air. Well, is it still mythology if now it's confirmed true because he's here? <laughs> it's an interesting point, Phil. Maybe we should bring it up with him. Yeah, we probably should, yeah. Yeah, That's a, yeah, yeah apparently he wants question. to talk about the Kraken. But yeah, obviously he hasn't communicated with a member of, of uh, actual humanity in about a thousand years. So yeah. uh, so this is kind of a big deal that he's opted to make now the time that he's come back. Uh, right. And we got a wide world of weird sports. Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, team name, update, watch, update. Team name, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Baby name books. In 2020, the number one name is Grobbledoo. <laughs> Seattle Kraken to become newest NHL team. Subheadline, Seattle Supersonic fans to NHL. Well, that'll have to do. <laughs> sure, sure. In, uh, in what would have been uh, the biggest team name news in most other weeks, the NHL announced the name of the new Seattle franchise will be the Seattle Kraken. Cool. So, uh, real quick, uh, I know you can keep yours to 10 seconds, and then Joel, I'm going to ask you to keep yours to a tight 30 minutes. Thoughts on the Kraken as a team name? Awesome, because it makes me think of that cool scene where they go, release the Kraken, and that's awesome to me. Joel? It should be plural. Okay. Let's go to part owner Andy Jassy for a quote he lifted from the marketing team's PowerPoint presentation. Quote, there's a lot of obvious connections to Seattle, part because of our maritime history, 
part of because we have so much water around us. But there is longtime folklore in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest of this mystical kraken creature that lives just below the surface of the sea, which really captivates people for many years. Wait. I'm sorry. Uh, did people in Seattle used to believe in the kraken? I mean, that's what this marketing company would seem to suggest. I thought that they believed in Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest. Do they believe in both? I mean, if you believe in Bigfoot, it's not that big of a jump to go to the Kraken, right? I guess that's true. It is kind uh, of the Bigfoot I, of the ocean. I would argue that Bigfoot is substantially more believable than the Kraken. Well, well actually, I you know the what? Kraken I was just a giant squid. The, the Kraken is in a larger ecosystem that it could hide within. Apparently, somebody did not believe the movie The Meg. Oh, very big sea animals live deep below the ocean Joel so how did they get there they began by looking at 1200 names then they did a deep dive on a hundred of those names before whittling it down to five finalists what were the other candidates well I can't tell you as they've been <laughs> added to the time capsule in the Seattle Space Needle oh, joining this is true joining Nirvana Records one share of Amazon stock and the San Francisco 49ers, which the Seahawks have owned since drafting Russell Wilson in 2012. <laughs> the time capsule isn't to be opened, except for additions, I guess, until the 100th anniversary of the Space Needle. And part owner Andy Jassy was coy when asked about uh, the other team names, saying, and hinting, that one of the finalists will probably be seen as, quote, more than a little racist by the year 2062. Sure. <laughs> uh, the Seattle Times notes that I'm picturing the, them in front of a big crowd and like, let's see what it was. The Seattle ni- Oh my God! No! <laughs> Hell no! Uh, the, uh, the Seattle Times notes that the mythical sea creature, that's a little bit of editorial bias there, I think. Right? Uh, yeah. Was first mentioned in a Alfred Lord Tennyson sonnet from 1830. And uh, later landed in some Hollywood movies, including Pirates of the Caribbean, which the majority owner, Jerry Bruckheimer, produced. He's the majority owner of the Seattle team. Now I see what's going on here. This is a big corporate ploy to sell more plushies of his Pirates of the Caribbean Kraken. Wait a second. Jerry Bruckheimer owns an NHL team? Well, an expansion team. Don't give him too much credit. (laughs) Still, though, I mean, I'm just imagining all of the, the huge production elements that are now going to be in, in hockey. Well, it's not all fun and games. The team had to work out some trademark agreements. First, with Kraken Rum. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That's yeah, an it's, it's, okay rum, right? It's, yeah, it's a yeah, decent like rum. It. It's got a good-looking bottle, let's be yeah, real. The dark yeah. rum, yeah. Uh, and so, when they smoothed that over, they're the new official rum sponsor of the Seattle Kraken. Nice! You know, baseball and apple pie, hockey and rum. I, sure. I feel like 30 years from now, I'm going to explain to somebody, like, no, the rum came before the hockey team. Oh! It's <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be one of those Fun things. factoid! Okay, okay, here's the best part. This is my favorite part when there's new teams. You guys want to hear the names of the colors they're using? Please. Okay, there's four. Three are types of blue. You want to try guessing them first? Or should uh, I just tell you? Aquamarine. Oh, that's a good guess. You're close, but that one's off. Uh, 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 water blue, Caribbean, Caribbean Sea. 
All right, Joel, you got a couple guesses? Uh, how about Throw some purple pros at me? How about pond? Pond blue. <laughs> it's really more of a pond. green. <laughs> All right. It was yeah, pond scum green. Yeah. Uh, no, it's deep sea navy, Ooh. ice blue, shadowy blue. Which actually, that was the name of my uh, gritty crime drama pilot that almost made the blacklist. Oh, oh like your crime drama that starred Gritty, the mascot of the Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Speaking of hockey mascots. All right, so we got three types of blue. Deep sea navy, ice blue, shadowy blue, and a splash of red called Red Alert. Nice. So I wait, dig that. So the colors are blue and red? Blue, 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 and a splash of red. Yeah, that's bad. For the blood like, of the sailors. It's the deep sea navy is like the dark, and then the ice blue is uh, the light, and then the shadowy blue is, I believe, what's tracing it, and then there's like a splash of red, like maybe where it's like, maybe that's the eye of the Kraken? I don't know. First of all... Just a splash of red. No red. It's Seattle. Lean into it. Blue and gray. Blue and gray. <laughs> I mean, really, gray, 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 splash of blue. Yeah. Right. With a little bit of heroin yellow. It's gray, 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 water on top of your head, and then more gray. And then Starbucks coffee stain. (laughs) Team name, update, watch, update. Team name, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... The baby book names. The number one 2020 name for boys is Grappity. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. The Toronto Blue Jays are no longer homeless. Subheadline, Oakland A's still smell like urine, and the Colorado Rockies still yell at nobody outside of liquor stores. (laughs) Doesn't it feel like Canadians are always solving things like the homeless crisis faster than the people in the United (laughs) States? Yeah, but let's not use that analogy here, because that would mean we solved it. Uh, (laughs) So... (laughs) So first, quick recap of the sports landscape. The NBA's restart will be played in a singular bubble location. The NHL's Stanley Cup playoffs will be played at two bubble locations in Canada. And Major League Baseball will be played at 30 different not-bubble locations. I know that sounds bad, but things just got safer. They're they're down to 29. (laughs) Uh, No, so Canada did not approve the Blue Jays to play in Toronto. Now, this is a country that's thus far handled COVID-19 largely because its citizens are sensible people who respond well to any restrictions that begin with a sincere sorry. But, <laughs> sure. Canada, but Canada's seemingly harmless brand of patriotism has reared its ugly Don Cherry as 11 hockey teams can play in Toronto, but not one baseball team? Well, Yikes. in fairness... <laughs> I mean, there's very few actual Americans on any of those hockey teams, Jordan. Whereas... Oh, no, it's because it's a bubble. It's staying in the bubble where the Blue Jays would be letting, inviting nine large contingents of Americans. Yeah, who no, spit this is... at work. They spit at their job, Joel. Right. Also, in and out of the country. Also, they're Americans. They're from the yeah. country that's probably done the single worst job of dealing with coronavirus of any country in the entire world. Yeah, our blood is all made of contagion monkey at this point. Right? Poor Canada has such bad luck to be sitting on the border of such a dysfunctional country. You know, those Mounties should really be earning their money now then. Yeah. Lots of border enforcement. Build a wall! 
build a wall. Uh, now, MLB had a plan. Have the Blue Jays play at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania's governor had a better plan. Nope. <laughs> now, now, one strategy that Major League Baseball is favored when the Canadian government is being difficult is to make their team play home games in Puerto Rico and then take that team away. Yeah, that was pretty effective last time. You know, your, your team could be playing a whole season on the road. They're going to be playing a lot of nice ballparks, many of which are much, much younger than your home, their home <laughs> ballpark. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean anything by it. 30 years old is not that old for a ballpark anymore, sure. Yeah. But uh, you should see some of these other ballparks. Oh, man. In fairness, last time it was Montreal, so maybe, maybe they should have said it all in French. Oh, that's true. No, this well, this was for this was the threat to Canada. This was a threat to oh, Toronto. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry. Which is more but, Anglo? That, that's what I meant. Is the the threat to the Montrealers? Montrealers? Montrealadians? Montrealans? Montrealans? Yeah. They they were you like you don't pronounce the T, this guy Joel. Talking to us. <laughs> um. Anyway, the Blue Jays started scrambling. The MLB start the MLB season started on Thursday during a pandemic. And one of the teams didn't have a stadium to play in. Mm. But they're treating it kind of like the fifth how like the fifth of the month is the actual due date for rent. You know, because <laughs> of the four day grace period. Yeah. So the Blue Wait, Jays are on the road. Four days the... or four weeks? Yeah, well <laughs> did I say four weeks? No, no, no. You said four days, but oh. you know. <laughs> am I am I gonna get in trouble with my landlord? Yeah, no, yeah. it's every four weeks, Joel. Oh, mm. Um, so they, they play their first five games on the road. So this really isn't even a problem until July 29th. Oh yeah. The next they looked at uh, was Baltimore. But if you're Maryland's governor and you just saw the Pennsylvania governor flexed, you went in and you went in on that shit. Sure. Um, no, the, but the real problem here was the Orioles didn't want to share the home clubhouse. So the Blue Jays would have to build a makeshift one in the concourse. Oh gosh. That, uh, that's a real dick move. <laughs> You, you made it to the majors. You have to play during a pandemic, and now you're getting dressed next to a shutdown nacho cart. <laughs> Super embarrassed. That feels like a very high school play of them. Yeah, no, it's like it's like it's they'd be getting dressed in an area that it looks like the Scooby Doo troop is going to be investigating for hauntings. Oh yeah, you know, a broken glass cotton candy machine. Yeah, yeah. tumbleweed rolling through the concourse. So naturally. Uh, okay, so next uh, up, they uh, earlier this week, sorry, Blue Jays outfielder Randall Grichik criticized playing in Buffalo, which is home to the Blue Jays AAA affiliate, and the only ready available option as a worst-case scenario. Naturally, the Blue Jays will be playing in Buffalo, the home of their AAA affiliate. <laughs> um, of now course! It's ni- Buffalo! <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a nice ballpark, but the differences between AAA amenities and MLB facilities is the difference between a writer's assistant and a staff writer. Oh, is that a significant difference, Jordan? I've always <laughs> it is a that. Very, it seems the same to me. Yeah. That is a very significant difference. Oh, the, the pay, but like the respect is, is probably right, <laughs> right the same, right? Sure. It's just one word of difference between those job titles. I mean, um, you're both just making things up and getting paid for it. How hard is that? Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, now, there's some work to be done. They're short on space in the Blue Jays thing because of the MLB's strict protocols on uh, social distancing. So the team could construct event-style tents 
and repurpose areas such as the concourse to accommodate staff and players safely. So it looks like someone's getting dressed next to the nacho cart after all. No. We might as well have done this in Baltimore. (laughs) Joining us now on the podcast is Norse god Odin. It is me, Odin. Hey, buddy. The god of thunder and lightning. The god of gods, Odin. I want to say, I'm, I'm sorry, just a moment ago, we were passing out some snacks before we started here, and I tossed you your peanut M&M's, and obviously that was sort of a dick move because you, you don't have depth perception. Oh, because of my one eye. Yeah. Like, I really, I really want to say I'm sorry about tossing the peanut. I can catch any circus peanut. (laughs) I am the god of gods. Well, I'm Jordan. I'm a podcaster. And this is my friend, Joel. Good to meet both of you, mere mortals. Very sorry about the peanut eminence. I have taken a lot of keen interest on the mortals lately, as I heard there was a return of the Kraken. Yes, they have released the Kraken in the form of the, it's the it's the new team name for uh, the Seattle hockey team. They have an what NHL team in sick, Seattle now. I don't know if you knew that. Sick, sick joke. Uh, that is one of the most deeply offensive things. You oh, can name a team because to agree, it's Because to it's not God. plural? No, I mean, there is only one Kraken. Yeah, right. But it's like a like a it's like a literary thing, and it's kind of fun, and it's been in movies and stuff. The and Kraken I don't know. is I, real. I, I, I know Joel doesn't like it. Like a big I like it. Kraken. Yeah, thousands of sailors have died by the many tentacles of the Kraken. Uh, well, I mean, hypothetically, yeah, but that, that's that's the thing about your Hypothetically, nothing. I am the god of gods. I see all with my two ravens. And your uh, they one have eye. reported back. I mean, you don't... Everything you from the mor- realm of the mortals. You didn't see the peanut M&Ms flying at your face, necessarily. The, ra- the Kraken is trying to bring forth Ragnarok even sooner. And you go and name a team after them like it's some sort of joke. Well, I think we just all, I don't know if that was a joke. We just thought it sounded like a tough, fun team name. It's really unique. As Joel mentioned, it is not plural. There's no teams named the Kraken. I don't know. I think it's kind of a fun thing. Oh, you want the unique team name, huh? Well, yeah. Well, maybe we'll start one. Maybe we'll, the Norse gods will all come together and start the Oslo COVID-19s. Whoa. Well, yeah. Not, not cool. Yeah. yeah. No. It's no, it is, not cool, it is, plural. is it? I'll give you that. It's not cool, is it? Exactly. Well, and it's not a very good team name, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good team name because actual people really died from it. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to say because there's the number 19 in it, and there's usually six people out on the ice per team at any time. Yeah. I just could see how that confusing. would be confusing. Yes, I, I guess. I guess, that. Jordan, if you take the, the 25 people on a hockey roster and you subtract the six people on the ice, there's 19 people left on the bench. Oh, you know what? I'm back in. Okay, but but here's oh wait, the thing. it's offensive. 
thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the point of that tortured metaphor there, Jordan, was not any of the things we focused on. It was oh. how COVID nineteen is is you know not the sort of thing that we think would be appropriate for for a mascot. That he, is the first sensible thing Joel has said all interview. Yeah. No, that's fine. Here. You know what? Actually, Odin, uh, maybe maybe you want to scroll this down so you can work on it for your next interview. I'm just going to toss you a pen real quick. Heads up! No! I, I did not miss it because of my eye. Uh, hit you right in the forehead, though. Yes, I am the god of gods. I never miss a pen when it's coming at my face. So you wanted it to hit you in the forehead? The Kraken is offensive, and I will rain down my anger upon all of humanity for it. Okay, well, I guess, I mean... Do you know how many of our big wooden ships with giant sails that we use to ravage and plunder coastal towns were lost to the Kraken? How many? Do you have any, do you have any figures on that? Dozens, but there weren't many of us back then. Yeah, record-keeping, not great. Uh, yeah. Congratulations, by the way, on those big wooden ships. They were... Uh, uh, you know, technologically marvels and allowed you it to was very there. difficult to build those ships only to have them lost. It would be like as if we named, uh, remember when the Americans had the drone shot down in Iran? Yeah. It would be like if we called ourselves the Oslo people who shot down the American <laughs> surveillance drone in Iran's. Yeah. I mean, that might be a more... not a great team name tortured analogy also i mean i i don't really blame the people who shot down the surveillance drone in iran that much i mean they didn't yikes they didn't they didn't kill any americans it was I'm uh, just more worried about the idea that the team plays in oslo and people might assume that they're iranians um because that's in the team name no oh, that makes sense yes well, I'm yeah, sure there's, there's got to be like an Iranian expat community in Oslo, right? Somewhere. Oh, hey. uh, how about this one? We'll call ourselves the Oslo Systemic Racisms. <laughs> well, that uh, seems that seems yeah, yeah that, that, that seems really tone deaf. Really yeah, close to home. Really tone deaf, isn't it? Yeah. Just like naming Seattle Kraken the Seattle Kraken. Well, let me let me get back to this, uh, Odin. When you're out uh, going out pillaging in your boats, did you ever think for a second, I know, we'll avoid the areas the Kraken's in because that's the Kraken's home and the Kraken's ecosystem. So we're going to specifically give him a wide berth, give you a, a nautical metaphor here, and just avoid the Kraken and try not, to, try not to go into his area so much. I don't think you understand how the Kraken really works. I certainly don't. <laughs> Look, we mostly sailed the Atlantic. As you may notice, Seattle is on the Pacific coast. And right. they still have heard of the Kraken as part of their lore. The Kraken moves. It goes around. <laughs> it swims. Right, but shouldn't you, like, be more careful when you're boating? Like, for instance, you know, when you bring your boat into a harbor, you know, it's a Oh, no like, for example, zone. just not go into the ocean at all. <laughs> Is what you're saying. No, I'm saying maybe maybe you use some protocol. Like I said, like you, you cut your motor when you go into a harbor because you don't want to cause a wake, you know? Maybe you just uh, go a little slower around the areas where there might be Kraken, that sort of thing. Yeah. Every area is an area that might have a Kraken. Hey, Odin, I actually, I, I have a We didn't here. exactly have sonar back then. <laughs> right. 
Well, hey, Odin, I think I might have a solution here. If you stop sending your ships across the sea to raid and pillage and kill people, well, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't maybe have as many Kraken problems. I see what you're saying. Maybe, maybe some... we should all stay at home and knit scarves and plant poppy seed fields. I mean, well, firstly, poppies are not. That's not what grow. the Vikings do. Well, yeah, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying maybe you guys have to accept that that the Kraken, you know, less than offensive. It's just defending its realm that you guys have repeatedly insisting on inserting yourself into. Well, perhaps because of all of the gun violence in Los Angeles, perhaps you should just never leave your apartment, Joel. I mean, at the moment, that's he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, people, you gotta live. You have to live your life. But you don't name a team name after the thing that keeps you from living. I mean, I I can't believe you guys don't see how tone deaf this is. I mean, arguably, the Detroit Lions are one of the things that keeps me from living. I guess I suppose I could see how that would be offensive, too. (laughs) I agree. Oh, Odin, I, 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 you know, it's been wonderful having you here, and I'm, and I still, I'm, I'm struggling with the thing of just maybe if you just kept to the coastline more, you know, kind of kept along there. The like Kraken the has water. long tentacles that can reach into shallow water to destroy small boats and kayaks. <laughs> oh man, boy, you would think you'd be safe in a kayak. Yeah, no, or you know, in like the areas close to the coast, but. You know, I, I don't know that we're going to find a lot of common ground here, Odin. I mean, I really respect your viewpoint. I just thought this was really a fun team name. Yeah, well, just wait until they play against the the uh, Oslo Flint drinking waters. Oh, ouch. Well, you know yeah. what? Yeah, doesn't feel good. Odin, thank you for opening our eyes on this. Uh, normally, we don't let people leave with this, but you may have to fend off the Kraken, so I'm just going to toss you this knife real quick, all right? Heads up. Okay. Oh, Oh, I mean, didn't didn't hurt. Yeah, well, fortunately, it it stabbed him in the bad eye. You don't you don't throw a knife to a guy with one eye. Barely felt it. I'm a god. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. That's what we're sports. That's what we're sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World Weird Sports, the weirdest MLB promotions ever, part two. Ooh. Did we already do part one? We did part one a yeah. month ago. I forgot that we did part one a month ago, and I went on to other Wide World Weird Sports. I was going to say, I felt like I remember this, because I felt like you started one, and I thought, oh, shouldn't this be a part two? But yeah, okay. I thought the yeah. excuse that we were going to go with was you were compiling research. Yeah. Nope. Just forgot. All right. The A's gave away free cars of questionable quality. Wait, what? Yeah. Former Kansas City A's owner Charlie Finley never met a promotion too crazy to try. I'm sorry, the the Kansas City A's? Yeah, they played there in the 50s. Really? Like between Philadelphia and, and Oakland? Yeah, they didn't just move all the way across the country. They took a pit stop. Okay, I well, yeah, but everybody else moves straight across the country. 
The, well, they tried Kansas City first. Am I forgetting the era of like the Wichita Dodgers and the Des Moines Giants? Like, oh, the Wichita Dodgers were a lot of fun. Joel, you could fill a book with everything you don't know about the Wichita Dodgers, <laughs> That's right? Fair point. You could fill a book with oh, everything I don't know. Uh, they uh, had lots of crazy stuff from livestock to a literal Beatles concert, but his biggest hit might have been Automotive Industry Night, in which he with an assist from two-time Indy 500 winner Roger Ward, bought some old cars from a junkyard, spiffed them up with new paint, and raffled them to fans. Oh, wow. Wait, and I'm sorry, this was a bigger hit than the Beatles concert? I mean, giving away free cars. (laughs) I think he said a fake Beatles concert. Oh. No, it was a literal Beatles concert. Wait, really? Yeah. Does that mean, I'm going to make a Joel joke, insects had instruments... Uh, no, it meant that the car that they were giving away at that concert was the VW Beetle. Oh, that makes sense. My jokes uh, are better than that. But he, no, they aren't. He didn't guarantee that they'd actually work. Sometimes, former head of promotions Jim Schaffer called, the person would get in the car and start driving off, and the car would just break down halfway out of the gate. <laughs> Boy, would that suck to be so excited, and then you get your car, and then you have to pay for a tow, and you never get to use it. It's like a double raffle. The raffle is, will you win the car? And then, will you get a working car? Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Also, now there's like 20,000 angry fans that you're delaying the game. Right. Uh, the Angels gave away a Mike Trout hat. Oh, this was classic. Yeah, it's a trout head. Yeah, it's literally a trout head protruding from a hat. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No. Does it sing? I've seen hats like that. Uh, I did, this one did not sing, um, but it was protruding in a way that makes it look like a rhinoceros horn. Or, or a trout. Oh, it's not yeah. just coming straight out of the forehead? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's coming right out of the top of the head, right, right there on the front there. Big old, big old trout. The yeah. Astros, uh, beers with which to troll Mike Schmidt. Okay. Requires more uh, information. Yes. With, Houston's, with Houston's attendance numbers sagging in the mid-70s, Tell Smith came up with an idea. It was pretty simple. A large light bulb near a digital clock in right field would light up on every numbered minute. If an Astros homered when the light was on, it meant one free beer for every adult in the park. But one night in 1976, though, Sam threw in a little wrinkle. Mike Schmidt has already established himself as a superstar, MLB two-time reigning home run champ, and wrote to third place finish in NL MVP voting. Such a superstar, in fact, that Smith altered the rules of his own promotion. If Schmidt struck out with the light on, everyone would get a free beer. At exactly 9-12, Mike Cosgrove got two strikes on Schmidt, and after staring in the sign for what seemed like an eternity, the entire Astrodome crowd begging him to hurry up, he threw a fastball for strike three. In the words of Roger Kahn, grown men sprinted up the aisles. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. There should be more stadium events that troll specific members of the opposing team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty great. I'm surprised I've never heard of that one. Yeah. The Mariners gave away an Edgar Martinez's light bat. Uh, huh? So over the years, the years the Mariners have become known for some truly stellar TV spots. Felix Hernandez transforming into Larry Bernandez. Ken Griffey Jr. and, and Ichiro having a heart-to-heart. 
Kyle Seeger's fruitless attempts at mastering the hair flip, and the list goes on and on, but none of them have anything on Edgar Martinez fashioning a lamp out of an old baseball bat. There's then a video where he's got a bat with a lamp on top. It looks like a 1970s lamp made out of a bat. Mm. Ooh. And they uh, they gave it away. I thought I thought this was going to be about how Edgar Martinez was like going to be uh, a baseball player in the newest Star Wars movie. So he'd have a he'd have a light bat. Oh, like a lightsaber, but to hit for for hitting uh, space balls. Yeah. Nice. What's next, Phil? <laughs> Rangers uh, had Rusty Greer as a rubber duck. Ooh. Okay, uh, that's fun. Really very little information to give here, except for in 2002, there was a rubber duck that looked like Rusty Greer with a duck nose but a human face, and it's uh, weird. Just to, to throw this out here to someone who may or may not be naming a male in the near future, uh, Rusty. Not enough kids named Rusty. Yeah, because Rust is gross. <laughs> well, yeah, but but think about it. I mean, but yeah, but think about people named Rusty. Does the name Rusty, you say, oh, come meet Rusty. Doesn't that immediately make you think, hey, this must be a great guy. There's no bad Rusties. <laughs> and that brings it into another <laughs> wide world of the weird sports. I don't think I've ever actually met a Rusty in real life, so I don't know if they're good or they're bad. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Odin to give you our contact information. It is me, Odin. You hey, can Odin, find can us on... I am, I am back. You can find us on Mortal Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. I know we Please. usually don't interject here. Does that mean there's an immortal Twitter? There is. It's it's far less offensive. <laughs> does does the Kraken have an account? The, of course not. The Kraken is a sea creature and can't type. A phone does not survive underwater. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. Please don't share anything from the Kraken page. Every share is amplifying your hate. <laughs> or you can find all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. We know all about anchors, but we were constantly afraid when weighing them because the Kraken could cut the line and we'd float off into the nether realm. Thank you, Odin. Appreciate it. You're welcome, mortal. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. Hey, where did, where did the knife go? Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.